podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and this afternoon I'm, I'm delighted to be joined by Kevin McCluskey. I'm not delighted with the first half performance, that's for sure. Kevin, that was a difficult watch. That That is not a good performance in the first half for a goal up virtue of a very early goal. Scrappy goal, but you know what? They, they all count. We've missed a penalty. We've missed it twice. But it's a performance really, isn't it? It's, it's been really flat in that first half. Yeah, it has been, and that word that you used to describe it, I think, sums it up perfectly. It's been flat, the whole thing. Um, yeah, we spoke before the game about, you know, uh, you know, a win is a win, and every win is worth three points. So if you win 1-0, it's the same as winning 4 or 5, it doesn't really matter. But then we were saying, you know, it's the confidence thing of getting a, a convincing win rather than scraping through games, and that's what we were looking for. Judging by that first-half performance, we will now just be happy to take a win and get the three points, which is it's not where we should be in a game against Ross County. Um, the whole thing has seemed flat. I wasn't just sure if it was just on my screen, you know, the sound quality coming through, but the, the support seemed a bit flat. You can hear the Green Brigade singing, but the rest of the atmosphere doesn't seem to be there. And the players aren't doing much to lift that either. You know, it has been... To say that word again, it's been flat. We've had lots of possession, but we haven't really created very many chances. I had a look, and Kyogo had only had three touches of the ball in the first half. That says it all. Yeah. And they've actually had a couple of decent chances. If Jan Danda could wait a pass better, then we could have been in real trouble a couple of times. So there's a lot, to, a lot of concern from that first 45 minutes. I don't know if you can hear, but Pirlo's in the background as well, voicing his concerns. He's been quite vocal about that through the first half. Equally concerned. Well, this is the thing. It's not a case, Kevin, right, of uh, being entitled to win any game of football. I don't think Ross County are a good side. Their position in the league tells you that. The only reason they're not bottom is because Livingston are worse, right? Um, Derek Adams has done nothing but moan, and I'm going to be spending the next 10 minutes moaning as well. The, the first half performance has been pretty poor. I mean, the chances you're talking about with Ross County, the first one comes straight after we take the lead. The second really good chance of the game comes right after we've missed the two penalties or the two attempts at the same penalty. Um, what is it with us in penalties? I've lost count of how many we've missed this season. It's dreadful, dreadful performance when, when it comes down to it. And surely within the start of loving, you've got someone who can take confidently a penalty and have a good record because we have seen how a good record and penalties can, can fare you well and we simply don't have that I'm keen to know the, the uh, thoughts of those tuning into the halftime analysis here with the Celtic State of mind. Burnaby making his first start in ages, uh, everything looking a bit flat, Matt O'Reilly pulling up, hopefully he reappears for the second half but we shall see. Personal Jesus, in you come. Uh, you're watching on the YouTube channel. This penalty epidemic needs treated immediately. Both were as bad as each other. I agree with that. Surely our main goal scorer can hit a penalty. 
it is a problem. It's a big problem, Kev. And, you know, we've spoken about the way that certain people run up and take them. Let's just take them and, and get them scored. So you get two bites at the cherry and you still miss it. It gets to the point where you've got to look at the player, Kev. You can't just say, oh, miraculous performance by the opposing goalkeeper. No, um, and certainly not for the first attempt because that was dreadful. Like, there was no real pace or power behind it. It wasn't directed to the, into the corner. It was unfair. He's admiring it. The keeper. He's admiring it. Right. He can't, get, all, he can't yeah. get the rebound because he's admiring his shot as well. Because he's, exactly. And he's doing that kind of almost no-look thing as well when he's hitting it or trying to put the keeper off by looking the other way. Um, it's a great technique when it works, but it makes you look like a fool when it doesn't. And it hasn't worked for him twice today. And there's been at least another one. He's not missed two penalties for us already this season. Um, aye, within the team, there should be somebody that knows how to strike a ball and put it in the back of the net for 12 yards. And you don't have to be fancy about the way you do it. Tommy Gemmell used to run in a straight line and dub the ball as hard as he could, and the keeper never saved them. Right. Surely there's somebody in the team that can do that. We need to just put the boot through the ball and put it in the back of the net. But it, it is concerning that no one's doing it because we do get a fair amount of penalties. And the way that we've defended at times throughout this season, there will be a game, and it could have happened today when it comes back and haunts you, when we defend poorly at a set piece and concede a sloppy goal. And we almost did that today. So that's another thing that we need to really stamp out. What my concern is, Kev, uh, we're one nothing up, right? And before the, the game started, we were talking about, obviously, Rangers going to St Mirren and win, winning 1-0 and it not being important about the manner of the display and entertainment, entertaining football, etc. But what we've seen this season, unfortunately, is you know the fact that we are liable to lose a goal. We've dropped points at home against what we would suggest that are, are lesser, um, lesser opponents. We're up against a Ross County side that I don't rate at all. I mean, they're not having a good season. Uh, even their own manager doesn't want to be there. Yet, we are struggling against them and we're just one um, poor decision away from being level in this game. So, on the, on the one hand, I'm delighted that we're winning the game. Of course we are. But I think if we see the introduction, let's, for example, say Kuhn comes on, right? And we see the introduction and, and the new kind of zest that a new player and a new introduction can give you, Kev. I think also what that shows you is that your, your lack of business in the transfer market, I'm sorry, I'm going to bring it up again, um, can affect you because, you know, that energy that new players can bring to the, the team, it can give you uh, a wee bit of a refresh, particularly at this time of the season as well. Um, so it would be interesting to see if it comes on because I don't think either of our two wingers are, are having a particularly good game. Palmer's been coming in for a lot of stick over the last few weeks, I've got to say, and I've stood up for him time and time again. I do think since he came to Celtic that he's had um, a decent first half of the season. You know, the numbers are, are there uh, for all to see. But I think my, my concern has been a mentality issue. It's been uh, discipline. Um, I know that sometimes if a player doesn't look that concerned that he's missed a penalty, it doesn't mean to say that he isn't bothered about missing a penalty. Uh, but it really is the application sometimes. Uh, from Palma, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if, if Rogers hooks either him or Abada in the second half for our new signing. Yeah, um, I noticed with Palma when he missed it the, the penalty the first time, he looked completely disinterested about it, um, which was a worry for me. And we've seen that a few times with him. 
in certain games, he's just, and it might just be his demeanour. Like you say, he might he might be a really kind of laid back and calm kind of guy that doesn't let these things get to him. But sometimes, as a fan, you want to see that a missed penalty gets to you. Um, in general, as well, over the last few games, he hasn't really done what we've expected. He has been the best signing that we've made. I would think it the summer bunch, but I think it was a low bar that he's had to reach to, to jump over for that one. But it's and it's also clear that he is a good player. There's talent in there, but there's times when he just doesn't show it. He will frustrate as much as he will delight. And today he's done more of the frustrating. I actually didn't think Abada had had a bad first half at all. I thought he was pretty decent. He was at least direct. He's taken his man on a couple of times and hit the byline and tried to put crosses in. But the end product hasn't been there. Uh, I'm not sure if the wingers um, have been hindered by the state of the pitch because that looks pretty dreadful as well. Not that I'm trying to make any excuses for them, but you know, there's one if they want one. But I think at some point in the second half, we'll need to bring Kuhn on. He will lift the whole place, regardless of what the scoreline is when he comes on. Because, and we need it. As you said, to use that word again, it's been really flat. And we will need someone or something to give us a big lift in the second half. Because right now, you wouldn't be confident that we'll see the second half through without conceding. Because we've looked so weak at times at the back. So yeah, yeah. I, would, I would like to see him come come on, and um, I wouldn't be against making the change at half time this time. No. I also wouldn't be against uh, making a double change if we had to and get Vata on the park as well, because again he's another kind of live wire, and, youthful uh, exuberance. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's got that unpredictability. Yeah, not in terms of he's got things in his locker, but it's just the opposition defenses don't know his game yet. So it could be a game again, an opportunity for him to prove what he can do. Yeah, I'm keen to know what you think in the, the comment section. Uh, North throwing the baby out with the bathwater here. It's a poor first half. We are ahead, of course. And at uh, you know, the end of the game, if we're still one nothing up and we get the three points, job done. But there are concerns, Kev, because sometimes you watch the Celtic side and you're very impressed with the performance. And then, the, you know, in the same breath, in the same week, sometimes you watch them and it's Jekyll and Hyde. I've called them Jekyll and Hyde all season. We've seen the, the best and the worst of this team. And that is why moving into the January transfer window, we were so keen for, a, you know, for me, a, a massive part of it. Yeah, you're adding quality, but you're also adding a wee bit of different energy into it. We spoke about the, the Cadetti goal when he, we made, he finally made his debut and he comes on against Aberdeen. The whole stadium got a lift to the point that when he scored the goal, we blew the airwaves off on the radio airwaves. We need a bit of that energy. It's all about low tempo, low key, low energy, you know, and damp and flat and all these cliches. And that's exactly what we're seeing. But we've, we've seen it all season. Stephen Sloan, what a start. And then the rest of the half has been a shambles. Penalty misses. Heart giving me the fear. And O'Reilly injury scare. That's the last person we want to see getting injured. That's for sure. Jamie comes in on the YouTube, back to being dreadful again then, eh? This season is not enjoyable to watch at all. Anyone who thinks we're moaning too much about recruitment, this is the reason, Kev, that we keep going on about bringing in quality. And I remember when we, we hit our sticky patch and it was uh, obviously before that five-game run that, that we're currently on. This is the sixth game. Um, and Callum McGregor was talking about quality after the Hearts game, you'll remember. Brennan Rogers had been talking about it all season. And that's because we remember days like today 
you know, Easter Road, nothing each against Hibs, nothing each against St. Johnston at home. The, these were dreadful performances. They really were. And it sometimes shows you um, your deficiencies. Uh, and I know that in adversity, often you'll see who's going to step up and who isn't. And uh, I'm not saying we're in adversity. We're winning one nothing here. But the performance has been poor, let's be honest. Um, so, yeah, that's Jamie's thoughts on the matter. You and Boy Martin, a regular contributor. Uh, it's always great to see you, Ewan. Very poor, making it hard for ourselves. Yes, we are, because then what happens near the end of the first half, scales is a bit sloppy. You know, we're giving away the ball too too easily. And I know that Bernabe's come in for a bit of criticism and he was he was involved. I don't know if it was a secondary or a, a tertiary or beyond three. I'm not even sure what the term is. Uh, his involvement in terms of his assist, he was certainly involved in the lead up to the the goal, it was a scrappy goal. Um, but I've not seen anything in the first half, Kev, to suggest that he's the answer and he's the future at left back. No, he's been decent in that first half. And uh, yeah, as he puts in the cross, it leads to the initial shot for Abada, but then leads to the goal. Um, other than that, he, he hasn't done anything uh, that really stands out going forward. Um, he's given the ball away a couple of times, but no more than anyone else. So actually, I think he's been fairly average, and um, which is the same level as everyone else in the park. Basically, you know, he hasn't stood out much either way. Uh, and when I when I think of that, I think then if again the young lad Mitchell Frame is fit, he could come into that team and be equally as average as everyone else today. You know, he's not going to, he would not look out of place in this team. And he, for me, is more of the future than Alex Bernabe. But, um, you know, maybe in the second half, he will prove us wrong and he'll go on and have a stormer of a second half. As he said, we've been a bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team at times this season. And normally it's been, I think, a strong first half and then a really poor second. So maybe this time we can do it the other way around. And we'll come out and have a, a bit of a, a barnstormer of a second half if Brendan can can do his magic or if he can bring Kuhn on. And maybe that is the change that we need just to lift the place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, concerns certainly with the way that we've defended today and just how easy at times, how sloppy we've been. And Ewan's comment is, a, is the one that's right. You know, it's like um, it's been self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. We've played poorly and this has been the problem. I don't mind not winning a game of the opposition plays really well and they give us a really tough game but at the moment we're the ones that are giving us the tough game because we're not playing to the standard that we know we can Yeah and if you don't have the two goal cushion then that ball across the face of Hart's goal uh, becomes panic stations we're not getting the ball enough to Kyogo that comes down a lot to, to the wingers that three touches in the first half that's terrible we've had four corners in the first half Kev um, you're right, though, at halftime, there has been changes uh, this season. St. Johnson being the standout performance at halftime. Brendan Rogers gives them the hairdryer treatment. We go on to win the game. But the Dundee and the Livingston uh, games as well, uh, as part of this winning run that we're currently on, halftime was nothing each in both of those games. And it was a second-half performance. So hopefully we are going to get a second-half performance. I think the time is now. We'll find out in a few seconds if we have made that change to, to add a bit of impetus into the game, really, and a bit of energy. Uh, and let us see the new guy as well. Let's go and join the action in the second half. Kevin and I will be here at full time, hopefully, to the talk of a better second half and a victory. Please join us then. Thanks for getting involved. A thousand strong there at halftime. And thank you once again to Kevin McCluskey for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. 
Social Podcast Network.